Hey guys. So this week, um, I was on my Snapchat. You know how they give you the flashbacks for your memories and stuff? So I got a flashback from my old private story with literally my like three friends that I had. Yeah. I would post like the saddest, most self-deprecating posts ever because I was like, I just wanted the attention, whatever. But I was looking back on this post and it's like, I'm so sad. I'm so lonely. No boys like me. I'm so ugly. Everything sucks. I hate my life. Blah, blah, blah. That's how I was as a kid. But like seeing it in real time, that was genuinely how I felt. And it was so embarrassing. But regardless, like I just want to think about like a talk about like what are the actual implications of this? And like, what was I getting out of it? Because I feel like this is something that a lot of teenagers especially with tiktok nowadays because that is such an easy outlet and like 13 12 even 12 year olds 12 13 14 15 all the way to like 17 i think you kind of grow out of that you are like a depressed emo loser if you were like me if you were obsessed with social media if you like actually had no life and no friends like that was your outlet i would use twitter snapchat instagram i was on all these platforms just like ranting about my life and the thing is that the only other people i had on that app were other sad depressed like losers or people i thought were so much better than me that i would compare myself to that's a different topic but like there is like such an epidemic of people posting their feelings online like and it it has to stop it really has to stop because it just creates this whole like community of sad people and it just like if you're constantly surrounding yourself with i truly believe the people you surround yourself with with will like have a huge impact on you and like thank god i grew out of it thank god like i didn't go too far with it thank god my parents like because like obviously they found out about my (laughs) emo-ness like thank god they didn't send me to therapy put me on medication because obviously like i had some anxiety depression symptoms but like it could have been so much worse but like every teenager is like that pretty much i know you were more normal but if you were like me you know like yeah yeah and like i had it pretty late for my age too i had it at like 12 ish like compared to all of my peers yeah Yeah, like i got a phone pretty late which is a good thing but honestly i wish i got it even later because I would have matured a lot more, but, and like you live and you learn, but still like those posts are out there. Like those people saw that yeah. and people are going to have a perception of you if all you're posting is negative things. So my advice to any people who are going through that, if you're going through that, if you have gone through it, just know that your words have so much more of an impact than you think. And if you're constantly putting out negative stuff, spewing out negative stuff, saying, I hate my life, I'm miserable, I'm ugly, blah, blah, blah. Like that will be a reality. And it's just, it's really sad to see. So start being more positive. Start surrounding yourself with people that are good for you. And it's hard to decipher that when you're young. But if something makes you feel like crap every single time you go on it, if you go on TikTok and you literally like compare yourself to every single person on there, I went on Instagram, I compare myself to every single girl. It's time to stop. Delete it. Or if you're going to follow people that, you know, you think are pretty, for example, Follow people that have similar features to you so that you don't feel like crap about yourself. Because I would be comparing myself to these girls with all this plastic surgery, all of this like Photoshop. It wasn't real. So it's really difficult 
when you're that young, but it'll help your self-perception so much. Like just delete the social media. Once you get back onto it, have a healthy approach to it. But like, it's such an addiction and it can really have like such a negative impact on so many years of your life and make you miserable. So that's my advice. I literally got social media when I was like 17 or 18. So like, I literally didn't even like, I wasn't into that. Like everybody I knew was into that, but like, I didn't really care. So I was like a boy. I don't know if that's a thing. Guys don't really aren't as obsessed with social media. So like, but like every girl was so like always focused on themselves. I feel like it makes you so self-aware even at such like a young age. But like everybody was always trying to be their best, their prettiest. But like on social media, you can't really get to that point in real life because it's not like a reality. So it's like, I don't know. I wasn't really exposed to that. I was 18 years old when I like literally got Instagram. I mean, girls are a lot more like susceptible to that. Yeah. Because every girl I know, I don't know a single person who like hasn't compared themselves to a girl on, on Instagram or something. Even though you know it's not real, it's still it still hurts you know and like then you're so much more prone to editing your own photos you're so much more prone to just like hate your body do really bad things and it's like it's just like an endless cycle yeah it has to stop instagram was gonna do this thing i think you know how they'll like test things and they'll put it on certain people's account i think they were doing this thing where it would say if a photo was edited or not Oh, really? Yeah, That's I don't smart. really know. But, like, cool. that would only really work if you uploaded it directly from, like, yeah, Facetune. But, like, the it comes down to the individual. Like, there's yeah. only so much Instagram can do. This is just how society is. Yeah. Like, there's only so much that the apps can do. Yeah. You, as an individual, have to be able to decipher and have to know when something is good for you and not. And, like, just insecurity is something that will eat at you. Yeah. So you have to learn how to control it. Yeah. You know? I also think it made people like really obsessed with themselves like the fact that like it's all about you like when you post on social media I know everyone like I know people who hate this topic like like no way like I don't take selfies just to like for myself but like all of it is kind of just like self-centered and it makes people like constantly no matter what situation they're in it's like the focus is on you like all the time you're always thinking about yourself 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 when can I get the best pick where can I get the best photo to post on Instagram about like my food anything it's so like self-obsessed and it makes you like not aware of reality like you're supposed to live a life of like thinking of others and like just being in the moment and so many people are constantly like how can I get this on social media to make it look like I'm the coolest I'm the best I'm the prettiest and that is damaging in itself because it takes away from like your experience in life like, how are you going to learn things from life? How are you going to, like, have them? <laughs> there are goats fighting next to me on our porch. Yeah. They're literally going Dude. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally, like, headbutting. They're headbutting each other. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. But, yeah, no, it just, like, takes away from the reality of life. And it also makes your mindset, like, me, 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 me. Yeah. Which is, like, that will literally get you nowhere in life. It, it's so damaging to every aspect of your life. Like, your self-image you're caring for others, you're caring for like family, um, even just like enjoying a night out. It's like, yeah. it's very obsessive. Like I need to post a Snapchat, I need to do a thing. It's just like, I hate that. Cause you see everyone do it. You even see like little girls, like you were saying, yeah. I know little girls that are depressed because they have to have the best image on social media. They have the best, like I have the best life. And if they can't get that, if they can't like match up to these like celebrity women on Instagram, they live a depressing life because you can never match up to these people. Like these people are 
also have a lot of money. So when you look at that aspect, it's like these girls are never having these opportunities that are given to other people, not even girls, guys, too. And it just kind of makes your life seem a little more depressed and sad than what, even though these people are like struggling with like anxiety and depression, like all these people on that are on blast on social media that have like this big image are always struggling with mental health issues, always, because being obsessed with yourself and constantly like me, me, me always has a negative impact. But then other like normal people are so upset and depressed because they think like this is the model image. This is what I need. This is what I want. And it's not real life and you're never going to get it. So it's just damaging to them. Yeah. Another thing, another thing that was really damaging that I don't know if you were really exposed to this. This is more of a girl thing, Hmm. but on apps like Tumblr and stuff, that (laughs) was rough. Like, that was gnarly. Some of the stuff I was witnessing, like, something that has a lot of really negative um, implications is the fact that we're calling sexuality mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, like really raunchy stuff, yeah. that's liberation to young girls. Oh, yeah. Um, that was something that was really promoted on Tumblr and stuff. I actually literally don't know what Tumblr is. Like, I don't know the it's aspect like, of what you did. It's like, pictures. I don't even know. like Pinterest kind of, you could post, no, it's kind of like Twitter. You could post like pictures. It was more for like the aesthetic and stuff. And you yeah. could post, um, like whatever notes and stuff, okay. but it, it, it was a really negative space. <laughs> like yeah. I, I think they got rid of it, but, um, it was huge to be like really sexual as a young kid on there. Yeah. And it's like. You're not sexually liberated. You're not empowered. You're like a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. And like so negative to society and so sad because like seeing people go through that, even like being just exposed to it myself, really bad. Like get off of there. Get off of there. Go outside. You were too young for this. Well, I think it ties back to the thing where it's like you are so focused on yourself, like sexual, being like sexually desirable and being like, having sexual experiences it's very selfish and it takes away from real life like your the sexual part of your life is not real life like it's people make it like it affects all these different things but it's like this really has no real effect on your healthy relationships your success your um your like job your career like what you need to do in life your relationships it it only negatively impacts that it takes away time you like focus so much on this like something that pleasures you so much which so many people do now. And it takes away from like the reality of like building up a good life, good relationships, because it kind of takes time out of your day. It kind of takes like away from reality. You're kind of in this like zone of like, I want to have a better sexual pleasure to like other people that are looking at me, but it's like, these people are going to see you for a second and that's all you really care about. It's not going to get you a good relationship or anything like that. And that's all, that's all it is. Yeah. It's about a second of pleasure. Yeah. No. And then it's gone. Yeah. And then it makes you feel like crap afterwards. If you have, if you're more morally sound, it's going to yeah. make you feel like crap. It's going to make you feel guilty afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it's not benefiting your future, like any of your future relationships. If you're yeah. planning on getting married, like, I'm sorry, I'm going to say very, something very controversial, but the more people you sleep with, the less desirable you are to your future partner yeah like i know that's very controversial say what you want but 
it's true. You, we can't keep denying the truth. Like, listen, I saw this video on TikTok, I think, and it was this guy asking videos out on, or asking people out on the street, like, um, does your body count matter? Like, to all these different people outside of a bar or something. This one girl comes up, and she is, like, fired up. She's like, she's like, no, it doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't matter at all. And if a guy thinks, if a guy thinks that your body count matters, he can do something bad. <laughs> like, I don't, I forget, yeah. I forget the language she used. Yeah. It was bad. And she's just, like, really going off, and it's like, stop. <laughs> just stop. Like, you know you're not happy. If you're, I'm sorry, this is really off topic, but whatever. If you're a woman, like, screwing around with all these different men you're not happy and like that's not going to bring you any joy in life like it's it's such a bad thing because it's a second of pleasure for a lifetime of like guilt and like you're not going to find a quality person if all the people you're sleeping with are the same as you you attract what you put out into this world so if you're going to be like that and like if you're going to sleep with all of these men you're on the same level as all the men that sleep with all these women. So, like, if you... A lot of girls will say, like, all men are a-holes, all men are bad, all men um, treat women so poorly. But if you are the type of woman who, like, is treating men the exact same way they treat you, then you're not allowed to talk. But, like... Yeah. I don't know. That's a very controversial thing, but... Something I was thinking about the other day is like all of this, like when people like hook up a lot, when people drink when they're at home, like alone, when people like smoke, the only thing that it's doing is like taking up, like, first of all, time is like the most valuable thing ever. Like even like sitting on TikTok is the same thing as if you drink all night when you get home and you sit on TikTok all night when you get home, it's the same idea of like, you're literally throwing away like that time out of your nine to five job, your school hours, blah, blah, blah. Like, people used to like build skills people used to like become more like in touch with like their hobbies and things like that like different different aspects that could actually better you as a human being and that's what i noticed about so many people i know like young people they once they like wrap up with life like oh i just got this paper done for school i just got this done um i got home from running errands they just start smoking smoking weed just like oh, i just need to chill out like blah, blah, blah. or they start drinking on like all night like a little bit all night but it's just like they just like shut down their bodies like and they don't better themselves right like go learn like a skill or a hobby and it's the same thing with social media that's like a huge thing is like right when you try to wind down at the end of the day uh, you gotta like uh do your laundry or anything you start sitting on social media it's like such a waste of time so like if these people took that time to actually like learn something new or like learn a new hobby or something like that's so, so much of a better thing to use your time on rather than i don't know all these like very yeah. very minimal and like quick pleasures it's just like you could be such a better person yeah. if you learned all these cool things or like started a business on the side or something right. but all these people are just like all they know is let me get this like high for a second at night when like my only free time that you're supposed to like build yourself up and let me just like go waste it away and that's why I hate it because it's like addicting and that's what so many people do now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how are you going to better yourselves? Yeah. I mean, just take a look at your screen time on your phone. Yeah, mine. mine is awful. Mine's like, awful. I'm not I'm not saying I'm better than anyone else. 
my screen time is awful, but it is something I'm trying to work on because like, imagine what I could be doing with those whatever hours. Imagine what I could be doing. Like, it doesn't have to be something revolutionary. You don't have to change the world, but get off your phone. Like it could, you could what? Go for a walk. You could start, I don't know, right? Start a business. Like it's really, it's like, Literally, I I do this. I literally sit on social media so much. It's so bad. Like I delete. T- I would I like delete TikTok in like intervals. Like I'll delete it for a week. And I'll be like, I feel so good. I like I got so much done, and then I'll I'll download it again. Second, the second I have time to like sit down and like relax, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I could go for some TikToks Not right now. Literally. It's like no, like do something beneficial. No, like I always talk about like I want to learn a language. Like I want to learn French. I want to like I want to get my license for this. I want to do this. I want to do this, and it's like. I literally go home and just like, it's so addicting, but like I could be so much better of a human being, which I've been working on. I've been work waking up early recently, which is like huge for me. Cause like I literally stay up till like 4am and I wake up at like 10, which 10 isn't too late, but like it's late. Cause when I wake up at 7am, I have like my whole day done by 10. Like every, because you're more productive in the morning. Like at night, I'm not getting my errands done. I'm not like, I'm sitting on social media. I'm not like, I want to do this. I want to redo my room. I want to fold my clothes. I need to do my laundry. I need to uh, do Duolingo or whatever. But like at night, you just kind of shut down and you get lazy. In the morning, you're so productive. It's like, like I'm on top of things. And then for the rest of the day, it kind of leads into that. Cause if you're productive in the morning, I like get to like, I don't know. It makes me excited to do other things. Cause I got so much done and it's like, I don't know. Recently it's been like, it feels so good. And it's so like not lazy. Cause like so many people I know, mm-hmm. like they just like sleep till literally 12. They're like 22, 23, 24. It's like, holy crap. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like your life is so short. Just yeah. <laughs> but seriously, like, I'm not saying I'm not guilty of that, but like in the summer I had it together. I would wake up yeah. super early. I would go to like this nas- nature reservation and like go for like <laughs> hour long walks. Like yeah. I was listening to podcasts. I was journaling. I was reading. I was like, I was getting it done, but like in the winter, I feel like maybe this is a me thing, but in the winter, once it starts to get cold, like my motivation goes out the window and I want to snuggle on bed and I don't want to leave. And like, it's so easy to get into that mindset. And then you're like, crap, I really should be doing something else right now. But it feels so good to just like sit and do nothing and like rot away. But like, think about it. You have one life. And if you're spending it on your phone 24 seven, when you could be like, doing literally anything else just like pick up a book like reading a book i randomly picked up a book this summer and got into a reading kick and grew my brain so much (laughs) and like i was like yeah it really (laughs) did like i was reading these at least i was like benefiting myself intellectually i wasn't just scrolling on your phone no matter how much you claim that your phone is helping you no matter how much you claim you're watching educational videos Mm -hmm. it's still a screen like pick up a book, yeah. don't read it on a Kindle, don't read it on like the nooks because like, just like get rid of the yeah. screens. If you just sit down and read a book, like that can do so much for your life. Like yeah. even just reading before bed, like, I don't know, you know, you know, I'm obsessed with the book Atomic Habits, but like after yeah. I read that, like it really is, it really focuses on just like doing little, like two second tasks every day and it will build up. Cause you, if you try to do something like a yeah. major change, yeah. if you, you're like, I'm gonna start waking up at 5 a.m. every morning. Yep. No, you're not. That's what I do. Absolutely no, you're not. Yeah, and yeah. like like start, maybe start at what? If you have a really hard time like me, start at 10. 
then make it nine in a week, then make it eight in a week. That's how you build a habit. And it's like, like for example, for me, reading really helps me. So like start reading a couple pages before bed. Like, and if you build that habit, it will have such good impacts on your life. And I truly believe that. Yeah, no, me too. That's literally what I'm working on. Now that I wake up early, I'm like, I feel like I need like to put so many other pieces in place. Yeah, well, it changes your life. No, it literally does. But it has to be sustainable. No, exactly. So that's why I want to like get on doing other things. Like I need to find like a hobby that's like really beneficial to myself. Starting a coffee shop. (laughs) (laughs) But not just like a business, like just like a literal hobby, like like sitting down for like 30 minutes and like learning a language. Like I feel like that's a hobby or like gardening. Like I I would never garden. I would never garden, but what? Well, no, literally right now, like I'm redoing my room. So like every single day I wake up early and I like, I know what I want to do. Yeah. Like I, yesterday I washed my whole couch like three times at the rug cleaner. I like picked up furniture. I inserted like a fan ceiling. Like it's just like when you know, when you have goals, mm-hmm. maybe like writing down like what I need to do for the next day. Like I need to do this, 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 and this. You like wake up with like, oh, I need to get this done. So let me get up, take a shower. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this week. It's been like so because usually I'm like even when I wake up usually I'm like first thing TikTok. Yes. It's like scroll and then and then you literally get up at 8 a.m. and it's like 11 and you're like holy crap like how did that even happen? It's like such a waste of time. Yeah. It's so bad. Like we were just talking about this. We're like if you force yourself into dedication to something, if you do something like buy we were just talking about this whatever um buy a car. I didn't feel the conversation so I want to hear. Okay, so if you buy a car that's like, you know, is way out of your budget, oh, yeah. cannot afford it, forcing yourself into dedication is yeah. kind of the best way to do it. If you're like, have a stupid little monkey brain like me, and you like need to force yourself to do things because otherwise it ain't gonna get done, you're gonna sit on your phone and laugh at TikToks all day. Like, force yourself. Yeah. And like, once you force yourself, like, dedication and like discipline will build good habits like discipline builds dedication to something absolutely if you go to the gym Mm -hmm. and like if you pay for a really expensive gym membership like and you're gonna be more debt you're gonna be more motivated to go all the time because you're like crap i'm wasting money on this if you're not going so like anything like that if you're that like slow like i am that's the way to do (laughs) gym membership that um you pay like i'm gonna say a hundred dollars and then every time you go to the gym each day you make like two dollars back or something really yeah so like so smart. yeah so then you end up paying like the 30 dollar monthly fee yeah. or whatever it is but you make back money every time you go so you actually have like a i need to go because i want to make my money back so which smart. i think is such a smart business yeah. plan i actually don't know if like they're successful but like it's a good idea, a good idea. because that'll get you motivated yeah, for, sure. for real i thought that was a really good idea <laughs> but yeah just like the idea of like social media every aspect of your life is affected by it yeah. it like hinders you from like doing the most basic things and it's the same thing as like drinking all the time and smoking it's just like it's kind of just like a quick pleasure it's like oh this is fun for a second but like 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 learn a scale like literally like i know so many young people that just like smoke so much yeah. and they just like the second you're done with any real life task or like the rat you're literally in a rat race you're working for other people you're going to school you're like you're not in a good position in life and then you go home and the second you have free time to actually like build up yourself you're like you're doing something that's so just like quick pleasure and doing nothing it's like it's very frustrating and so many people are like that like i'm in college 
And the whole thing with college is like, this is the college experience, quote unquote, is working your butt off Monday to Friday. And then, or for some people, Monday to Thursday. And then partying your butt off the whole weekend. And and like recovering on Sunday and just being dead. And that is just like the endless cycle. I don't want to do that. Like I've been so pressured into having the college experience when like, sorry, I'm not into that. That is not my thing. That's not going to bring me any joy. Just like getting absolutely wasted on the weekends and then recovering and then working my butt off. Like, no, it's such an easy like pleasure. And it just like, if that's your motivation to keep going in college, then that is not good. That is not good. That's going to burn you out. And it's like such a bad thing that's so pushed on so many young people. The college experience, like you need it. Like, absolutely not. And I think like being young, this is literally, you're like, when you first get out of school, it's like your opportunity to take a risk. Yeah. Like, you're not going to go through four, eight years of school, sometimes 10, and then be like, oh, this is the time. This is the time that I try to start a business. This is the time that I take a risk and do this. It's like, no, once you get that done, you're like, you're stuck in a groove. Mm -hmm. And literally some people are stuck in it forever. Like most people are. This is the moment, like, I took a year off of school in the first place. So I, from in between high school and college, I took a year off. I, like, just worked. I did all that. Like, I just wanted to test the waters. I decided, like, oh, I'm going to go to school because that's going to be what's, like, best for me because I really, I definitely still want to be a lawyer. So then I went to school, but, like, I was working and going to school, working, going to school, and it literally, I did not have a second to, like, breathe. Like, literally didn't have a second to breathe, and it's, like, I realized that this is the time like you have to take a risk which is the second hard part like actually because I took another semester off and it's like you have to get into action and start doing things like making things work but like so many people just get caught in this like high school uh, college work work until you're 65 Mm -hmm. retire get sick and die and it's like it's so depressing like when you're young this is your time to like take those Mm -hmm. precious hours and build something up do something like create something learn new skills like it's so frustrating especially like as a young person this is the perfect time straight out of high school and then so many people just like wasted away doing stupid things and i don't i don't blame people for getting into that cycle because nowadays it's pushed onto you the second you enter high school it's immediately about college you don't even have time to be a kid anymore nowadays like seriously you're just forced into this whole college like everyone has to go to college I don't I hardly know any people who didn't go to college um, after graduating and it's like I didn't even really want to I mean I had this I I had a plan I thought I had a plan Mm. and um, it ended up not working for me and that's okay but everyone is like you're so forced into this immediately you don't know any better you're a kid how are you supposed to choose your career path your life path as a kid and like you are like you're just forced into it it's so sad yeah i remember i told like my guidance counselor i was like i don't like i literally don't want to go straight into college like i want to take a year off and it was such like a shameful thing like everyone they're like you're not going to college like holy crap like you're never gonna go back you're never going back to school and once you do that you're so lazy blah 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 it's like it's like that is the worst thing you can do for like somebody who's like discovering what they want to do what makes them happiest is like shame them into going to this like program where everyone's like beep beep yeah. beep 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 like everybody does the same thing same routine like the same power structure yeah. it's like all so like 
ding, 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 ding. You're just like producing a bunch of robots. Like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's like, that's so damaging. Like, literally let people, I think it's way better letting them like discover life the year after high school. Guess what? Most people will literally do nothing with it and become a McDonald's manager or something. But like, they can go back. Instead, they go to two or three years of college or even four, and then they do the same thing that they could have done in high school, right straight out of high school. They get through all of it and then they realize, holy crap, I literally didn't like any of this. I didn't want to do any of this. This, what was this for? Instead of like going right out of high school and being like, what is the world? Like what's happening? And like school should teach that. All they teach you is like go straight, Mm -hmm. straight to college. And it's like, teach them about the real world. Like most jobs, like so many jobs you do not need a crazy education for. And they're like detrimental to society and like, like electricians and plumbers and stuff, you can make a very good living. You can build your own business. You can become successful. You can like get out of that, like working for other people. But like for some reason, education is like the holy grail. Mm-hmm. And it's like half of people that get a degree don't do anything with exactly. it. Don't do anything. Yeah. Like obviously medical, lawyers, things like that. You need a degree, which is like impressive. Like yeah. go for that. Go to the eight years of school. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. But like for most other things, you don't need any of that experience. Right. And they're shoved into it in debt sad can't take risks anymore because they're old and they're mm-hmm. dating somebody for 10 years and want to get married and have kids like oh you missed out on the best years of your life where you had the most passion and the most energy and the most everything mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah like part of the reason this is so sad but part of the um reason i chose my school i started going to right out of high school yeah. um which was like this private kind of i don't know pretty nice school wicked expensive part of the like reason that shaped that was the fact that they were going to read it at graduation and i didn't want to seem stupid for going Mm -hmm. like for going Mm -hmm. to a college that wasn't as prestigious yeah and so many people felt that way and nobody said anything absolutely like what that's so twisted and now i'm like the amount i paid for that school and i transferred out i hated it Mm -hmm. i absolutely hated it and i didn't think it through because it had a nice ring to it and because whatever everyone has to go to college yeah so i didn't think of any of the implications of that and now down the road that's going to affect me you know like it's not the end of the world it's fine if you make a decision and you decide to transfer out if it doesn't work for you don't stay in something because you're miserable yeah get out of it as like not as soon as you can but figure it out you got to figure it out and like you're going to be fine everything's going to be fine but don't make decisions just based on what other people are going to think of you because that's a lot of what college is. That's a lot of what it is. It's just like being shamed into doing things and expecting to be. I agree. It's so weird. The shame culture. And it's like, it's not even like you're doing something cool. Like, can we look at the statistics and realize how many people become failures after college? (laughs) Like, don't you realize it? Like so many people that shame you either didn't finish college or they like got a degree and like did nothing with it and then they're like still in the mantra like what you're not going to college holy crap like oh my gosh you have to like blah blah blah. it's like so weird it's like a bunch of robots it's really weird like you can do so much with your life there's so much opportunity that we have and it's like i don't know it's such like a pinpoint thing like fit right into it and you're gonna you're gonna be perfect it's like never works out like that yeah it's crazy and don't get me wrong, I'm super lucky to have had the experience that I have, to have the opportunity to even go in the first place. Do not get me wrong. I'm very grateful for that, and I'm very lucky. 
Um, and also both of my parents went to college. Yeah. So I'm obviously that's a great thing. I'm very well off, but you know, I kind of felt pressured into doing the same because you know, both my parents did it. It like, did your parents go to college? They both went to college, both dropped out. Yeah. So like when that precedent is sent for you, you are expected to carry it on. And if you don't, you're not going to be successful. You're going to be a failure. You're going to be the failure of the family. It's literally the pressure that was put on to me. So I was like, crap, I have to, and I have to be a doctor and I have to be so much more successful than my parents. So to set the precedent for the next generation, it's like, just like be happy. (laughs) Like that did not make me happy at all. This is crazy. I said like half of people don't use the degrees. It says according in 2022, according to a study conducted by the New York Federal Reserve Bank, only 27% of people use their degree that they get. Oh 27. And like it's because you're just pushed into it. Like you're being forced into something that you really don't need. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do need it for their career path they choose. Do it. It's awesome. Like I really do respect people that get through all of that school because I don't. It's just not my my way of thinking i will be back in school like guarantee it and i enjoy doing like my certain like economics i loved um philosophy i loved because that's like what i want to go for i want to go for law just like thinking and everything but then they make you take all these like random courses and it totally like pushes me away from the college experience it's like why do i want to go back there when i'm being forced into like paying these really expensive like random crappy classes like like um like uh race in in literature it was like just a ridiculous class and it really brought nothing (laughs) to the plate like the the one thing i can say it brought was like it was a uh you wrote a lot you wrote a lot of papers that helped me but like we would sit in class we would all like go around and be like why as a white person um do you think that we negatively impact this race in this area and this blah 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 i'm like listen, like this happened, you're talking about slavery. Like, no, I didn't impact anybody. I don't care that you think that I was rude to them or blah, 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 blah. I had no impact on that time. And like, they, they did that. Like all these white people would go around and be like, I'm so sorry. Like, like I, like my race, like did this, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's like, yeah, some bad things happened everywhere around the world and horrible, there were horrible consequences for it. And you just have to realize that like that is history and history was nasty races, different races did everything to each other. Like it's not about your race. Like just let me read a book and let me like enjoy a cool story. And like, I'll write you a, I'll write you a thing about it. Don't make me like rant to you about how my whiteness is like my identity. Cause I don't identify as a white person at all. Like I just identify as a, like literally just let me live my life. I don't have to even talk about my skin color. Like, don't make me talk about my skin color because it doesn't matter. Yeah. That doesn't affect me whatsoever. There are, there are white people that are total opposites of the spectrum. It never affects and them. They don't, they don't want equality. You know, as like, much as they claim to, they don't. there are a trillion different varieties and personalities of white people. Like, your whiteness doesn't affect anything. Yeah. So stop thinking it. And it's like, mm-hmm. they just try to make me feel bad about it. I'm like, I'm here to learn. Like, yeah. I want to, like, dive into economics, yeah. <laughs> like, microeconomics, how things are, like, impacting, like, families and everything, like, it was just so weird. It's like, it pushed me away from the college yeah. because I'm like, why? Like in the end, like, why am I doing this to myself paying $6,000 for that class just to like this white girl to come to the front of the class and like teacher and say, you're wrong for your like being white. It's like, it was just like so odd mm-hmm. and it wasn't normal. 
and it was just like it didn't do any benefit to me i lo- i literally love learning and history and reading and blah, blah blah i literally do it in my free time all the time but that was just so like this is where this is not where i need to be right now mm-hmm. because it's doing nothing for me yeah and it's not just some it's not just some like um whatever decision it's yeah. not like it's gonna have serious impacts because you're paying so much for that class yeah. you're paying so much to go to that college and they're yeah, just actually. teaching you like up their own opinions yeah it's like I, I understand getting a different perspective. That's very valuable. Yeah. Understanding all different perspectives and diversity is an important thing. However, if you're just going to spew your opinions at me and make me feel guilty for this or like make me take this random class I'm never going to need yeah, that's just yeah. like some woke class because not just your college, every single college is like yeah, that nowadays. Yeah. And like you're just forced into like getting these opinions yeah. and it's not fair, exactly. you know, and you don't even have a choice now. One of, one of my classes um, in college was like the U.S.-Mexican border. And I was like, oh, that's like really interesting to me because I, I enjoy politics. I enjoy like the policies that are put in place to like different people's opinions, all of that. So I'm like, oh, cool. Let me take it. I signed up for it. It was like one of the last classes I could have taken. Like I did it late. So I needed to choose something. And I get in the class and it's literally like the U.S.-Mexican border in art, music and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it was literally like one of the worst classes I've ever taken in my life. Like she's like, listen to these four Spanish songs in Spanish and like, tell me how it affects like the cultural. I'm like, holy crap. Like I'm listening to like Spanish music and it's like doing nothing for me. Like, let me learn about like the the economic trade or like the cultural impacts of like the border cities or something like cool. Like it was so odd. I'm like, how on earth? did they get to like hiring somebody to just like sing me songs and like have me read poems? It was like so useless. I literally learned nothing. And something that happened in that class, like you could tell she was from, she was from some like, um, I think she was from a border city. Or maybe she was from like one of the um, like countries, South American countries. So she was in more in touch of like, the illegal immigration like that's we focused on that at some point so she had a lawyer come and like first of all she loved me she like we literally were like i don't know we just we, we clicked like i feel like i clicked with like middle-aged women yeah like we like you we had do. we had a great discussion we like it was super cool like blah 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 she like would always give me like no matter what she would like mark something wrong like oh this blah blah blah, blah. like you should write it better next time but still give me 100s and she would like write me notes like this was the best like blah 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 like all the time and then at one point she was inviting an immigration lawyer who helped illegal immigrants and like i have nothing against the people i have the um something against like the impacts of illegal immigration on like a society like if open borders i just think are dangerous for like like self-governance and the economic impact it has so like i have some issues with that like a free-flowing border so she came and she kind of just like was bashing bashing the u.s bashing people who thought like having a secure border is like wrong mm-hmm. even though like it's no offense but it's like kind of common sense mm-hmm. nobody like just you know nobody on earth not one country just lets people flow in yeah. like we fund we give billions of dollars for every other country to secure their border mm-hmm. like they just sign it off right away a billion to israel a billion to pakistan a billion to india a billion to uh germany it's like but then when it comes to us it's like oh if you are against that like you are a mean unloving um emotional like yeah like you are so rude and you're not loving and these people are going through so much like 
I understand that, but um, when this person came in, they're like trying to bash, bash, bash. Like anybody yeah. who thought that an open border was wrong. And they like, I started noticing them say like weird statistics. Mm-hmm. So I'm like on my computer, like looking it up, like this doesn't sound right. Like all these things about like how we are like hurting them, damaging them, pushing them away. And so I just like literally start fact checking her. And I'm like, I raise my hand. I'm like, no, you're actually wrong. Like blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, uh, um, blah, blah, blah. Like she just spews out this like weird, do you know like when you ask somebody a question and then they kind of like switch the topic really quick? They just circle around it. They circle around it. They like go into another issue yeah. that you weren't even talking about. So she does that and then she like keeps going and like totally didn't answer my question, like did something weird. Yeah. And then, so I raise my hand again and I'm like, you're literally lying. Like the US Bureau of blah, blah, blah says this. Like that's not true. We give, we bring in more people into our country than like any other country. I think like Germany is the first and we're the second. We bring in so many people legally. She was trying to say like, oh, you can't even come here legally. Like all these illegal immigrants only come illegally because you can't even do it legally. Like it's, it's too hard. Just so you know, nobody's, you have to have a relative to get in here. Like none of that is true. She was totally just like, and she's a lawyer. I'm like, have some like respect for yourself and your profession. So I'm like, yeah, no, it's like, you're wrong. Blah, blah, blah. And then my teacher was like, all right, we're wrapping up. Like we're ending class early. We're ending this. Thank you so much. And then from that day forward, my grades went like from 100, 100, 100, 100 to like 80, 70, 80, 85, which I ended up like having a good grade at the end because it was like near the end of the semester. But it was just like, there's a no, like you can't even challenge the authority there because you get so like, they become so angry and like shut you down. Oh you're no! Not even giving an opinion. You're she, being like your, stati- your statistic is wrong. She seriously was like lying to everyone and like trying to create this narrative that wasn't true just to back herself up. Because what she does is helps illegal immigrants come into our country and like claim asylum and all that stuff. So she was just trying to like build a story for herself to seem like yeah. this moral cool Were you person. The only kid in the class who spoke up? I was the only person that said anything. Well, I yeah, I was definitely. It is scary. Because, like, my voice was definitely shaking when I was asking those questions. Yeah, somebody has to do it. Otherwise, people are just going to listen to listen to that opinion and think it's true. If nobody challenges it, then everyone is going to come out of that class yeah. and start spewing that. No, exactly. It was very strange how blatantly she lied to everyone. And even if they disagree, like, even if they disagree with her and know that what she's saying isn't true, people need to, like, start manning up yeah. and start standing up against this because if someone's like blatantly just spewing this information that doesn't line up like if you don't challenge it then what are we doing yeah no exactly what are we doing and that's why i kind of like feel i kind of felt guilty like taking another semester off because i literally was like i was the only one who ever like Mm -hmm. challenged their beliefs and like some of them were just so blatantly wrong or like biased like about simple things it's not even really political things it really isn't it was just like blatant like this is my idea like I same thing in like my English class my teacher would say things like he would get into politics like this is so racist I know he was like a young kid he um he like literally called himself a communist I think I loved him though he never he always listened to me he always like heard me out like I wrote my like last final paper on like abortion like so against it like why it was wrong like just like a historical thing and he like gave me a 100 like even though he said like he's for abortion a communist so i really liked him he was like really cool but like even him he would like say things like this happened in new york 
New York City in the 1980s, and it, it was blatantly racist. This guy hated black people, blah, blah, blah. And I would look it up, and I would be like, like, excuse me, but you're literally making stuff up. Yeah. Like, this is from a re- this is from a book that was, like, proven wrong so many times. And, like, why there should be accountability if an educator is blatantly – I mean, I guess I shouldn't say blatantly lying for him because yeah, I really do think he believed yeah. what he was saying. For the lawyer, no excuse. Like, you should have lost your license because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're a liar. The school is spewing out that opinion, so, like, you can't really do anything. Yeah. That's how and if you had an opinion, it could back it up by evidence, but it was crazy. Like, it was just not true. And I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, whatever. And it's like, it's, that's not good enough. You just were indoctrinating like a class of 40 yeah, people. And then those kids are going to go out and spread that and say that statistic. Oh, yeah. And it's like, if you never question it, you're like, you need to be looking up what your teacher is saying. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because you never know. I feel like a lot of my curriculum in high school was actually like looking back on it my curriculum in high school was a lot more like that yeah. college not as much yeah. but in high school i took a lot of you know i didn't even really take history classes but i took um like ap language and Compos- composition yeah. which is like they would give us all of these like really political um like um i don't even know articles and stuff and we would have to analyze them we have to write papers on them and a lot yeah. of it was biased. Like the way my teacher yeah. would talk about it was really biased. But at the time I was like really clueless. I didn't know any better and I didn't have an opinion. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, kind of leaned left a lot yeah. and I would just like agree with her because I didn't know any better. Yeah. And a lot of kids are like that. Like mm-hmm. if your teacher's going to spread that out, like you don't know any better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you're just going to believe it. And then that's going to form your opinions. It could, it should be completely unbiased, but not to the point where like, you're not learning anything and you can't form an opinion because like if you were like me i just like didn't care that much about Mm -hmm. issues like that and like if you were like me you just didn't have an opinion they should encourage you to form an opinion do your research and stuff like that but it should be completely unbiased so many of my classes were like that where like they would give us all these books about racism Mm -hmm. about this about this and ask us to write a paper about it and i was like okay i guess i have to follow along and say that as a white person, I should be held yeah. accountable. And it's like so messed up. One of the funny things about that class where like everyone would go around and be like, I'm oppressed. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, I'm Latina and um, a part of the LGBTQ community. And like, but they're literally sitting at a school that is $46,000 a year. I didn't pay that. I got like crazy scholarships. So I paid like 3000 $46,000. Like you're sitting at that and you're so privileged to be there. The, the very fact that you're sitting in that room hearing from the teacher, I don't care what they're saying, you are so privileged. And they just go around like, yeah, like I, I'm a part of the LGBT community and like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm Hispanic and like I, it's just so much sometimes. And it's like just have – if you have a backbone and like believe in yourself and like just have a positive outlook on like the opportunity that's available, especially in like Boston, Massachusetts, like you literally don't need to feel like that. You will feel so powerful. Like you have opportunity for anything. But – Instead, we have my teacher go around and be like, you're oppressed because of this and you're oppressed because of that and black people and Hispanic people and people. You're setting them and up for failure. No, you're literally, you're making them think about themselves being a failure because they're like, oh, wait, I literally, uh, uh, Hispanic people are oppressed because they have a different color skin and LGBTQ people are, people are oppressed. And like, that means I can't do this and I can't do this. It's like, you literally have opportunity. Like Boston's probably one of the most diverse, like accepting yeah 
places in the United States, like up with like other huge cities. Like it's a very open community, diverse community, and you can literally do whatever you want. Like you can make so many connections. You can make so many um, education moves there. You have like so much opportunity, but you're told that apparently your race is oppressed. Yeah. Like obviously there's some. Talk about empowering people. Yeah, of course there's in the past and like sometimes there are horrible people. Very yeah. very little now is there like blatant racism. Right. Of course it still exists, but like most people our age mm-hmm. in these very privileged areas are not being oppressed and like they're told they are which holds them back physically and like mentally and mentally they're like i can't do this because so and so told me and it's like that's so damaging to people i hate that and that's what kind of people i feel like do become losers in life because i'm not saying i'm not saying you're a loser but like losers are people who don't win you don't become winners you don't become people who push the status quo you don't become people who actually like make big moves and like and like bring society up as a whole because you're so focused on the idea that you're oppressed yeah. so you physically i mean you mentally can't even see yourself being like successful like that and like that's why maybe people fall into like drinking smoking blah 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 it's like it's an alternative it makes you feel good for a second mm-hmm. i don't know don't you think that like you know how college applications, they make you state your race, they make yeah. you state your sexuality, yeah. they make you state your gender, and there's all these options. Um, don't you think they should take that off? Actually, the Supreme Court just heard arguments for that, and like I'm like 99% sure that they're getting rid of really? yeah, race-based admission, yes. which is so good. That makes yeah. no sense to me. Like That is like state-funded federal racism. It's racism because so I think the people who filed it were asian families that were rejected from harvard so listen to me asian people usually like work so hard their whole lives their parents push them push them push them push them push them that's their culture that they come from they're very good at the education system learning learning instruments things like that their parents push them like so hard their whole lives from like 5 to 18 years old and then they are because there's too many asian people at harvard they were being denied they worked so hard as like and then somebody can say like i'm a person of color and that makes me like oppressed so like that's why and they will literally take that and say you're right i don't care about your 3.5 gpa or your uh 1100 sat and they will bring that person into harvard when those asian parents literally spent over a decade like forming their kid into this amazing very smart intellectual person it is like racism at its finest and that's putting that that's putting that hypothetical person of color that's putting them at a disadvantage because they didn't get in there organically they didn't get in there because they worked as hard and now they're gonna struggle yeah it's like so unfair in every way it's not necessary we don't have to include any of that no, literally. And now, like, um, statistically, it's like one third of people in college are men now. Yeah, yeah. Like, women are taken over. And it's just, it should not be relevant. I mean, that's more of like, they don't look at that as much as race and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it is just becoming like really like a big um, issue so bad yeah taking into a 
like taking things into account like that you can't control like your gender and race is like that is literally what society like quote unquote pushes to get rid of like this biasness based on your skin color or your gender or whatever and for some reason we literally have gotten to the point where the federal government is saying you have to have a certain amount of these people in your school this color person so if if you get to the 35 percent of asians you're allowed to have every other asian that is like so extremely smart tested the best in the country blah 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 you are like singularly or you're like literally like pointing them out and saying you are only not getting into our school because of your race and we need more black people because the federal government won't give us aid like the federal government literally will not give schools um a certain amount of like help financial help and like grants and everything if they don't meet up to their criteria like you have to have 20 percent black people in there and it's like you are literally hurting the people who work the hardest and it like it makes no sense based off of their skin color but I'm so glad that the, yeah. like I'm like 99% sure the Supreme Court is getting rid of it because yeah. all the justices during questioning were like, yeah, no, are you serious? You're pointing out somebody's race yeah. based on if they're going to be admitted or not. It's like blatant racism. Yeah. I straight up believe if we just stopped talking about it and stopped acknowledging race and gender and all that crap, literally nobody would care. Yeah. And it would, we would, it would just better us as a, soci- as a society. We need to stop with all this crap like nobody cares anymore yeah literally like a very 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 small percentage is genuinely racist yeah stop telling all these people that they're inherently racist stop telling these other people that they're at an immediate disadvantage because of their race let's just stop acknowledging it and give everyone an equal opportunity like we set out to do yeah that's literally we're just going backwards at this point yeah no exactly it's so messed up and like even the people who actually are racist, like listen, they are never influential people. They are never the big like you're not gonna get a huge opportunity from somebody who hates you for your skin color. It's like you go to the south, you see these like dumb hicks like walking yeah, around like hoodie, hoodie. Like they literally are like inbred weirdos that are ra- <laughs> not like literally racist. You don't give them any spotlight and it won't affect anybody. Like you're not getting a job opportunity, like I really wanted to apply to Apple, but like there's definitely racism boiling in that company. Like it's like, no, that literally in modern day, like no major corporation, anything like any opportunity you're going to have is going to see you for your race. And people like, like, of course there is racism. People like try to acknowledge it. People say there's no racism anymore. Like, of course there is. Yeah, there is. And it literally is the smallest little roaches on the earth, like crawling around being weirdos. And they don't affect anybody. They aren't successful. They aren't going to affect you at all. So ignore them. And you literally have a society in 2022 that is so welcoming and so like happy to see anybody yeah. for who they are. And it's like, stop focusing on it, it because- be so- Yeah, just so good. If you if you really just stopped acknowledging it, like when I was a kid, I didn't think anything of it. And like when I grew up as a white person, I didn't like start to have these feelings like, hold on, I think like black people are less than me. Like, no. If you don't if you don't talk about it, if you don't talk about it, I interacted with people of color my whole life and I literally did not even think about things like that ever. And nobody does unless you put it in spotlight 24 seven, you're oppressed, you're oppressed because there's a racist out there, there's a racist there, there's a racist there, there's somebody who hates women there, there's somebody, it's like, no, there literally isn't. They are like the lowest of the low in society and they're not affecting you whatsoever. So shut up, 
and just literally believe that you can be anything or do anything yeah. because that's so normal. It's such a beautiful, beautiful thing that everyone has an opportunity nowadays. Grab that and run with it. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. It's done. <laughs> I, I seriously believe that people are starting to wake up and realize that. Yeah, no, definitely. And I have a lot of hope for that. Definitely. But guys, it's done. Everyone wake up. Stop being a, like sad. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop feeling sorry for these people like just because you're a certain race. It doesn't matter anymore. In this day and age, it does not matter unless you let it matter. Like it's time. It's yeah, really it, time to stop. If you really are focused on it, it's going to change your psyche. It's going to change yeah. the way you think, which yeah. is anything. Anything you focus so much on, especially when it's negative and failure, exactly. you're going to start like shifting your opinion, shifting your view on life all of that so it's just like ugh, we're going so backwards it's crazy but i have i have hope i have hope oh no people are totally like realizing that this is just like a it's such a weird game that everyone's playing it's like yeah all these like major companies like try to be as woke as possible and it's like just it's dumb. yeah it's i think dumb. people are realizing do you know what people are realizing also <laughs> i want to talk about this so bad because i've been thinking about it for so long okay so i literally went to the dentist <laughs> there we go. No, listen, this is like, this is weird to me. I need to like get an answer. I'm gonna like bring a dentist on here and talk to him about it. But like, literally, first of all, <laughs> I went to the dentist and like, I always have perfect teeth. Like, literally, always. They're like, oh, your teeth are so good. Your teeth are so good. So this time they're like, oh, it like looks like you have a little like, um, like you might have cavities forming in your back teeth. I'm like, oh, great. Like, I literally, I don't have a lot of cavities ever. Like, my teeth are usually good. Um, but they're like, oh, you have a couple of cavities. Blah, blah, blah. If, if anything happens, we'll just work on them next time you're here. And I'm like, like, I read something. It might have been a TikTok that I saw about, like, being able to reverse cavities. Obviously, to a certain extent. So, like, they notice, like, oh, you are in the very, like, start of having a cavity. Like, I don't know what the signs are. I'm not a dentist. But there's, like, a way you can reverse a cavity. And I'm like, why on earth? I mean, it's pretty obvious, but like my dentist should be telling me if you had these certain vitamins, if you like, do you know what oil pulling is? Yeah. Which I really don't even understand the basis of why it helps you. I do it, but I don't know why. I don't know either. I, apparently it makes your teeth whiter and it builds your like your minerals and your whatever. I literally don't know what it does. Well, I'm, I, on, I'm on the right track. But like if you oil pull, you have certain vitamins, you take out carbs out of your diet, you can literally reverse having a cavity and like that's so cool to me but like why would they not be like oh you're on the very verge so do this and you might not have a cavity next time they want your money i know they obviously want my insurance money all the money that they can get from from me but like i thought that was so stupid like i literally know how to reverse a cavity <laughs> like isn't that i didn't even know that was a They're thing like, well, you're doomed. no but like literally i feel like everybody thinks like i mean it's not that big of a deal but like everybody thinks like you can't do anything with the cavity, but you can literally reverse cavities. That's cool. I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm going to try it. It's literally so dark right now. Yeah. It was like beautiful daylight when we started. Now it's like pitch black. Yeah. But um, I just think that's so weird. Like de dentists should have to yeah. tell you. And like, yeah. I feel like I need to find that one dentist that will tell me how to, and then I'll be like be with them forever because they actually care about me. <laughs> so if you are a dentist <laughs> and you tell your patients to um re how to reverse um cavities and you care about them then hit me up because i will go to you and i'll pay you money right. guys next episode we're going to be having a dentist on um <laughs> tune in 
We're going to talk about all the methods you can use to reverse your cavities. But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys um, learned something from this. I hope you take our advice and that you have a wonderful life because we're so smart. Whoa. And you really need our <laughs> you really need our help. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm not putting myself on a pedestal. Everything I say is just like opinion. It's food for thought. I'm like, I'm like I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's food for thought. And um, everything I say, like, honestly, I could change my mind tomorrow about it. But like, this is what I think now. And I think it makes sense. But yeah, she totally just shut me down and stopped my amazing conversation. So I'm leaving now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>